Welcome to episode 17 of the Fast Break. Just uh, Aaron and I today. So, Aaron, how you doing? Pretty good. I believe this is our fourth uh, player profile we're doing today. Today we're going to be focused on Anyaka Okongwu. We've done... Uh, who no, we done? Edwards, Wiseman, Lamelo, Advia, so this Obi f- Toppin. So it's number six, actually. Okay, number six. We're just focusing on uh, strengths and weaknesses of the of the best players that will be drafted about four or five days from now in the 2020 NBA draft. So we're focusing on, on Yucca Okongwu, center out of Southern California. So let's, let's start off with his strengths, Aaron. What do you see as his strengths? Well, he has a lot of switchability and ability to guard any player. He can play defense on any team, hustle player, good in post, shot blocker, good steals, and rebounding. Yep. Number one for me is that he's a great rim protector, solid around the rim defensively, blocks a ton of shots. Um, I think he's more of a, an old-school big, like you, like you mentioned. I think he's probably the, be- the, the best post player in, in this draft. He, he's got a lot of post moves, and he, he, can score around the, he can score around the basket. I think he put up 16 points a game on only 9 or 10 shots last year. Um, so I, I like him a lot inside. Obviously, his athleticism is, uh, is another high for me. And something that I'm seeing on, on a lot of lists, um, he moves well without the basketball, which I think is key in the NBA where you got a lot of guys that um, that coming off screens to get open to shoot threes. Obviously, his uh, outside shooting is a is a weakness, but if he can put that together, he already has uh, the ability to move well without the basketball. Um, is, that all, is that all the strengths you have currently, Aaron? Yep. All right, we move on to weaknesses now. Um, what do you have there? So I have, he's not really a shooter. Uh, he doesn't have too many glaring weaknesses. He's just not really a threat on offense. Sometimes it's turnovers or forces a shot, doesn't make great passes. Um, he has some better potential, but right now isn't great on offense. He's more of a defensive player. Yeah, uh, shooting again for me, we've talked about it, we've talked about it time and time again with the other guys on this draft. It's more of a weakness for this, for this class. If we look at his numbers here, he took 10 field goals a game last year, and he converted on 61% of those, but, uh, more than half were were from two point range, um, and he, but like we we talked about it already, he's he's a good inside player. If we go after three pointers now, he only took about um, looks like one per game, and he converted on uh, only a quarter of those a quarter of those attempts. So definitely his perimeter shooting and his per- perimeter game all around needs a lot of work in the NBA, where it's it's really focused on outside shooting and. And uh, perimeter basketball, his free throw, uh, free throw shooting isn't bad. His seventy-two percent. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see him. Um, I'd like to see him uh, improve upon that. Uh, you mentioned steals and blocks, both above one. Uh, I think he's got averaging one point two steals a game in college, and it was over two and a half blocks per game. Um, he, he doesn't get in foul trouble. He, he, I think he only averaged about two and a half fouls a game in college as well. So uh, I, I think he can be a very solid uh, interior player. Did you agree with that, Aaron? Yeah, I definitely would. All right. Uh, one more thing to mention. It looks like when we when we done this, uh, a common strength for a lot of guys in this class, especially the uh, the guards and small forwards, has been their playmaking, whether it's assists or driving the basketball and kicking out to open shooters. He only averaged one assist per game. Uh, the the, the uh, where he played at USC, he was in he was inside the paint a lot, didn't play from the outside. Uh, if you look at guys now in the NBA, some of the better big men like Joel Embiid. Uh, Anthony Davis, they're starting to expand their game to the outside and, and becoming better passers, too. So I think a, a glaring weakness that a lot of guys aren't talking about is his playmaking. Yeah, I would agree. All right. Um, let's see. We move on to player comparisons now. Aaron, who do, you have, who do you have there? I didn't have one clear one, but I had a couple I wrote down. I have Brandon Clark, who you were not aware of 20 minutes ago. 
uh, Bam Adebayo, John Collins, Jabari Parker, and Andre Drummond. Jabari Parker and Andre Drummond. Can't shoot, gets rebounds, good in the post. Jabari Parker can shoot. Okay, thank you, Mr. Producer. <laughs> I got you. Um, I I don't see Jabari Parker. I don't know. I, I was I was just putting down names. I've mentioned I've mentioned multiple times now. I think he's the best big in this class. I think he is a lot better than James Wiseman. Um, we did our mock draft, I believe it was yesterday. Um, uh, I had Wiseman one pick ahead of him, only because I think a lot of the NBA executives have Wiseman higher on their on their draft board. Um, I like the Bam Adebayo comparison you mentioned. I think he, he's a little. He's a little on the skinnier side currently. He's put he's put on some weight. Um, he's 6'9", 235, power forward center. Um, he's definitely he's not, not a stretch score. Adebayo is definitely a little more mature outside. Um, a, a, a comparison I like, I'm pretty high on John Collins. I see a little bit of Collins in him, um, especially inside. Collins is a little better on the outside. Um, Collins has made some more impact with the Hawks lately, too. I, I like it. I like them. When the Hawks picked him a few years ago, in my opinion, whoever gets Nico Kongu is is getting a good player. So that leads me into our next topic, Aaron. Where would you draft him, uh, or where do you see him falling to? So in my last mock draft, I or the one we did a couple of days ago, I had him going five to the Cavs, but I really mm-hmm. think he can fit almost anywhere. I think as yep. soon as he gets to the league, he'll be a very good NBA player can fill a lot of roles. Yep. Another strength I didn't mention is is his fit. Uh, I think he fits well with a lot of teams in the lottery. Um, in our mock draft, it was actually two days ago. Uh, that was uh, was that Wednesday or that was Thursday. Um, I had him going fourth to Chicago. I think he can complement Larry Markinen well inside with Markinen, who's a little bit taller. Markinen can play the stretch four, better better shooter, better outside game. Had a, had kind of a down year this year, but I think Nyeko Kongwu um, can play well in in the post. And if if uh, if opponents of the Bulls have to put their best instant defender on on Larry Markinen, he can get some easy buckets inside for sure. Uh, I think also with with the guard play that they have with Zach Levine and Kobe White, I think he'll make some he'll make some impacts there. Um, any last things to add on him? Kind of a shorter episode today, Aaron. No, I think we covered everything. We, I think he'll be a really good player in the NBA. Yep, I think it was, he's a little less. Uh, one last thing I want to add: there's a little less we have about him. He's has a little less strengths, but a little less weaknesses than a lot of other players. Something that a trend I've been seeing is there's a lot of guys that have some weaknesses that need, that need to be patched up. Um, obviously, his ball handling, we didn't touch on that already, but uh, I think he's, he's on the safer side in this draft. Um, shorter episode today, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.